With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. We're so excited you decided to join us. Um, make sure you go over and leave those five-star reviews. If you like this, go over and listen to our other podcasts like the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or High School Hoops or Funnel Down Defense or Coaching Youth Hoops or whatever uh, whatever one of the seven in our in our network that you would like to listen to. Uh, but before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. They are always, what I love about Dr. Dish is they're always innovating. They're always making that a little bit better and that's what that's why i think they're the best machine out there we like i've said before we own three of them and i would not be talking about them every day if i did not believe them mention coach unplugged they'll give you 450 dollars off and they'll give you a one customer service and then also what what helps keep the lights on what helps keep everything moving is teachhoops.com it's for coaches who want to get better it is a one-stop shop buy a basketball coach for a basketball coach um, you know, I'm always working with my team 365 days a year, working on making us better. And I want to do the same thing for you. I'm giving you resources, one-on-one calls, office hours, a roadmap per se that will help you uh, become a better coach. And we offer a 14-day free trial because I believe you should come in and kick the tires around and see if it's right for you. If it's not, that's fine. Um, but I, I guarantee that you're going to love it. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Good game. That's what we want. We want 75 of them bad boys. So a normal high school game is going to have around 50. Right. We're trying to speed the thing up. And and so we're playing a numbers game, and then we're teaching concepts. Share and think, and, you, and, and there's two theories on that. Here's the math teacher in me. You probably feel figure you're more – it's a law of large numbers. You think you're better probably than most teams you play. So more possessions probably add up to better for you. And you're used to mm-hmm. that, and you're used to that style. So let let's do a counter. So I'm playing you. Do you have a shot clock uh-huh. in your state? We don't. Boy, I wish we did. 
We would love that shot clock. <laughs> okay, so I'm playing you and I'm even with you. I'm not going to let you do that. I'm going to come down. What are you going to do when I'm taking 30, 40 seconds off the clock? Yeah, so at that point, we've got to decide what best fits us. Is it half-court run and jump? Okay. Is it half-court trap? Is it three-quarter court trap? We're going to do something to keep the game fast, even if that means we might give you an easy look, but we might take it from you. Right. So I'm not sold out to Grinnell that we're just going to turn around. And if you make a, a full-speed layup, you make a full-speed layup. Right. Uh, but we still got the defensive, the defensive side of it as well. And we've had that happen in the past. You know, people say that all the time. Well, what, what do you do when, when uh, there's – well, here's the thing. This year, nobody was as – I wasn't as good as anybody. Right. I started two seventh graders, an eighth grader, a ninth grader, and a tenth grader. That's <laughs> what we started. We played a full varsity schedule. Right. So my leading scorer was a 12-year-old, just turned 13 in the season. Like, literally is pulling teeth out on game day. I'm like, what are you doing? You've got a tooth pulled. She's lost a tooth. Who does that? Now, the kid is uber – she's uber talented. I mean, right. She's one of the top the top seventh graders in the state of Tennessee. But, you know, who? what we did this year was different. So – we took this system of we're going to play fast. And, you know, as you said earlier, see, there's a flip side of that coin. Okay, well, here was the flip for us. We're so young. If we shoot it fast, we won't turn it over. Right. And so there's and the that. Is, there's that easy, <laughs> that's true. It's the, it's the law of large numbers. It's like I remember watching some freshman girls. No, no, it was freshman. It was middle school girls game, like my third year coaching. And, and, the, and I was watching what they were doing, and then – I went up to the coach who was a friend afterwards. He's go, what are you doing? He goes, well, I tell them <laughs> to shoot it as fast as they can because they'll turn it over. Don't do that. I go, okay, that makes now, sense. Brandon, I'm being a little bit facetious with that because, right. I mean, if you're going to play 25 possessions, there, there, has to be some, there has to be some quantitative thoughts by your kids. Number right. one for us, 10 to 2. 10 is right. 2. So if we're down 10, we're down 2. If we're up 10, we're up 2. Because we're going to allow – we want the game to possessions. So right. we have to keep those thoughts in mind. And then, you know, paramount to this is value the basketball. We have to value the ball. Do, right. We do not turn the ball over. And I'm so proud of that. At, at Riverdale, in our three years there, the most turnovers we averaged in any game, in any season, was 10.2. Now, that is playing at stupid speed. We were the number one scoring team in the state of Tennessee three years in a row. And we did that by valuing the ball. Now, we might take it from you. We're going to be aggressive defensively. We might, if we can take it from you 15 to 18 times and we're only giving it up 10 on average, there were many times at the end of the season where our turnovers were going to be five or less for a game of 75 possessions. Now, in girls' game, that's, I mean, you're going to get, 12, 13 extra times. Now, if I've taught you the correct shot, what's a Lakeway shot? What's a Riverdale shot? Right. And as long as we're taking those shots, we feel like we got an advantage. Yeah, I, I mean, you and I are you and I are the same. You ask any one of my players, and what will what will get you pulled as fast as anything is not respecting the basketball. I mean, turnovers well, drive me bonkers. <laughs> I, I totally get it, Stephen. And but now, likewise. The first 45, 50 minutes of every practice are devoted to those things. Right. Ball handling, dribbling, 
playing at a fast pace. Um, turnovers. We're just, we're not we're we're charting that. You know, right. we're charting that at practice. And I think you know that's really been the thing is is how we do it. And, and you know, again, I I am no genius. I'm probably the least smart. I don't even know how in the world I got a master's degree. But my point is, everything that we've done, we've borrowed from somebody. And right. we kind of morphed it into this is who we are. Yep. And this is how we're going to do it. And our kids love it. They love it. Yeah. Uh, the first year at Riverdale, we, we, set, we set state records in three-pointers made. Um, three-pointers made in the game in the state tournament. Three-point percent. We shot 40% from three for the season. But we didn't start this system because we felt like we were superior. When I was at Dyersburg, I was 5'6 to 5'8. A bunch right. of them really athletic. So our thought was, let's, let's shoot it. Let's, let's shoot 33s a game. Let's shoot it fast. Let's get long rebounds. And then let's give our kids some cheat codes to help them get to those rebounds. And so it was kind of a, here's, here's what we got. We got. We got nine athletes that are all about the same. So let's get their shooting percentage to where it's right, and then let's play a numbers game. Now, when we took that to Riverdale, that really changed because now there was seven, eight Division One kids out there doing it, and they loved it. So it, it was really fun style. It's an easy style to sell, too. It is easier style to sell, I think. Um you probably have to play more kids. Yeah, you can. We, we did it this summer with seven because we had injury twice. Right. Nine and ten is the max number. Right. I think that's like the target number. And, and I only say that because, you know, again, you're going you're gonna to think I'm crazy. And I say, I don't run my kids. Our practices will get you in shape. Right. I don't want my legs dead at the end. So it's very, it, it's very fundamental that I'm playing ten kids through Christmas. Well, we're doing that to build depth. We're doing that to save legs. And yeah. then when we get to the turn, that thing is chopped back to about eight, and it's eight good ones. Right. And, and the thing is, I, 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 I tell young coaches, like, so if you get in early foul trouble, I'll pull you early in the season because I'm trying to find I'm trying to find my bench too. You know, it's like early in the season, exactly. I'll play more kids because once tournament time comes around, I'm going to have my seven, eight. And then, you know, foul trouble things happen. But um, so how do you practice plan, Coach? To the minute. Okay. To the minute. Everything is to the minute. And everything is fast. The first 45, 50 minutes of a practice are, are literally devoted to pass, catch, dribble, shoot, share, communicate. These things are going on nonstop, and it's one to the other. When I'm at practice, I don't use a whistle. I talk, and I talk fast. Oh. Everything we do is fast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just explain that. You know, once we got the drills taught, you know, we were sold out to the ecosystem, some Don Meyer stuff. You know, you're gonna start repeating, but I may just walk up to the point guard and, and say, "Look, we're going 32 and two." And boy, here we go, 32 and two, guy. And then you're gonna hear it flying all over the gym. You're gonna say, "Kids flying around." If we don't transition well between each drill, then that's gonna be noted. So when I say I don't run our kids, I don't preseason run. I preseason skill set. But once we get to the season, I mean, we've got standards. And so, yeah, we'll, we, don't, we don't call out running punishments. Look, man, we run 11s. And so, you know, if we feel like that we didn't make a standard, then we're going to run 11s to meet that standard. 
whatever that might be. If we were in a shooting drill and we fell four short, we got four 11s. And what so are those? What are those? We're on the line, 11 seconds on the clock, get to the other baseline and bite. Back. Whole okay. team better. So, you know, but we don't, we never look at it as punishment. It's always, hey, look, we, this is going to give us a chance to be faster. So maybe we make an extra, we get an extra possession because of these. And so everything is built toward the positive twist or the positive side of our system. So our kids are killing it. They're trying to make tens. They're trying to make nines. And we'll chop it down to that. Right. And just see who can do that. So everything is competitive, but at the same time, you know, we're teaching fast. We're playing fast. We're coaching fast. And I'm, that's not to say that we're not going to stop, explain angles, that right. kind of stuff that we're trying to, you know, that, that's going to be going to be fundamental to us. But you know, it, it's it's a it's a fun style. It, it's a fun practice. I, I can tell you that none of our practices are ever two hours. Uh, you, normal a normal practice would have between 105 and 115 minutes on it. And the girls always say you can go in and add another 15 minutes in, Coach, because you know you, you're going to get into one of your tangents and you're going to start running your chops and we're going to be here for a few. And they're right. probably right. But another thing that we, we think is fundamental to our program that's different than everybody else, we do not take kids out for mistakes. You do not get jerked if you do something wrong. We value the basketball. If my point guard throws it to her grandmother in the third row, She's not getting taken out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Now, she knows when she gets back on that bench, we're going to talk, we're going to discuss that. What in the world are you, why are you trying to get Aunt Susie involved? What are you right. doing? Right. But we don't take kids out because we're trying to play so fast. I do not need their emotions anywhere but in our system. And so that's been something that, that's really been different. I know a lot of the assistants that I've brought on in the past, that's one of the first things I say, how do you do that? How can you, you know, we don't be little kids. Right. We, we just don't. Well, no, that's fundamental to us. We're going to keep you in a positive frame of mind, and we're going to be intense doing it. And I think, you know, if I said, I, if I could give anything to a young coach, I would say this, be intense, but be positive. I think it's a gift. It is. It's a it's gift. Yep. It's why I hired Justin Combs, because he has that niche. It's why I hired Whitney Nichols. Uh, Whitney's a great player. Her dad runs one of the biggest AAU programs in East Tennessee. It's called the Tennessee Trotters. She is so intense, but positive. Right. Like I tell her all the time, I'm a better coach because you're on my bench, Whit you're reminding me of what I know is fundamental for us to be able to play fast. 
So, you know, mistake recovery, all those things, those things become really important when you're trying to play fast. So, and, and Steve, you said it earlier, man, just value the ball. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I love coach that you're, you you do not use a whistle either. I've, I've coached for 30 years, never used a whistle because I want them to hear my voice. Like, you know, I want them to hear each other's voices. I don't, if they play through a whistle, they play through a whistle. I mean, whatever. I mean, I've never seen that really happen in a, maybe in a couple big games, but um, right. you know, I don't care about the, the whistles, the whistle, that's the ref blowing it. I want them to hear each other and to hear me. Um, so if you could only do three things at practice, what would you do? Let's say I said you, you, you're practicing and you can only do three things. What would those three things be? We would, we would, do, we would spend 50 minutes on fundamentals every, every day. We do it every day anyway. I okay. cannot leave that. And people, people, you know, they were so crazy when I went to Riverdale. You, what are you talking about? You do fundamentals. You've got those kids that they're going D1. I said, yeah. And she's the sloppiest passer on the planet. Get the right. ball in the passing pocket and snap it. I want right. the ball to spin backwards. I mean, these right. kids were looking at me like I was crazy day one. What do they mean? I'm not the greatest thing since, since sliced bread. What in the world? Right. No, your pass is awful. You don't value the ball. Right. So, you know, fundamentals would, would have to be there. Secondly, we would have to do we would have to do all of our transition stuff because that's what we're sold out to right now. This is our niche. So all of our one on oh, two on oh, three on oh, four on oh, five on oh, to five on five. We would have to have that would have to be a piece of my day. And we okay. would have to have half court breakdowns. And do you, half -court do, you do, structured, do you do a numbered break or structured break or not? Man, if I told you, you'd start laughing. You're, what are you talking about, dude? We, we call we, our break is all based around bigs and littles. Okay. And bigs are forwards and littles are guards. And we yep. fill spots. Okay. And, and so it's not numbered. It's not a numbered thing, but there's a lot of things that have to go into play for our kids to be able to play fast. Like the bigs have got to know, okay, who's running rim on a make? Who's running rim? Uh, who's taking the ball out? Because you got one second. And when you mess that up, when you come out, you're not going to be happy. Right. Because I'm the first thing I'm going to say is, man, I'm not going to be able to play you as much because you're tired. You can't get the ball out in one second. Are y'all not talking to each other? Who's rim runner? Who's got the ball out? Okay, on a long rebound to a guard, who's running rim and who's trailing? Because we like to turn the ball with our big in transition. So we've got one running the rim, and the other is, is going to be our turner. Because we feel like we can get a good turn, most bigs are going to run paint. So, you know, everything's kind of situated like that. Uh, in year one, we teach it all as point guard break. That way, everybody can get to their spots, and we can figure out how to get to spacing as fast as we can. Right. And this year for me, I mean, I've got – I've literally at times I'll have four guards and a 6-4 on the floor. Right. So, you know, now we've, we're getting to the point in year two with our transition game where, okay, where's Susie that's maybe not real fast? That ain't how we say it at practice, but that's how we'll say it right now. Right. So whoever's Susie's garden is our rim runner. Okay. You know, she she's gonna be the rim runner now. Uh you know, on a made basket, then we're gonna let six four run the rim because we want her to have first look. And she's gonna get first look on turn. On the turn too. So we're trying to ISO her early in transition. So a lot of it, you know, starts happening that way and it just morphs. Like right now I got I I literally put three point guards on the floor at the same time. All three of them play point on their AAU team this, this summer. Okay. So the ball doesn't have to touch my what would be my one's hand. 
it could be in what you would number as a three, but three is really a one. We gone. So now we're filling, and we're throwing the ball forward to different types of players in space. Sometimes they're spot-up shooters. Sometimes they're playmakers. So it, it just it kind of morphs itself into being able to do that. But, it, but here's the thing, and, and Steve, you know, you forgot more than I know, but we are literally doing it every time. Every, if that ball walks up the floor, you will die the next day. This is on. Our legs are nowhere near. We walked it up the floor in the third quarter with three minutes to go. Have y'all lost your mind? Right. So it, it becomes a relentless thing. You, you're getting it every time. And I think it, I, people, can't like pre- back, people can't press back, you. Back. No, nobody yeah. presses us. No. Nobody. Like last year we started, I told you, two seventh, an eighth, a ninth, and a tenth. We had two teams that tried to press us. That turned into layup, 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 layup. Right. You're not going to press us. And, and it's just hard to. I mean, you're worried about two back, three back, or two right. back, half back. Right. Every possession. And that gave my young team the most problems last year because we were not physically strong enough in the half court right. to get the, the best shot. If that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's what I've always, I've noticed with my, with, with my youngsters is it's not a skill based thing. It's a, it's a strength, you know, it's a, a 14 year old boy going against an 18 year old boy or man is the difference. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's physically, there's so much change in those years. Um, what do you think the hardest thing to teach is? Man, you know, Playing fast, the hardest thing to, to teach for us has been being able to press and be good at it. That's one reason I stopped the press side of that Grinnell because I value – I could not stand to watch a layup. Right. So I think the hardest thing, you know, is to, to teach your kids they have to value the defensive possessions. They got to – you got to be – got to have some dog in you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. We last two years we've had no dog. And it's like you, you and <laughs> if if you can come up if anybody's listening can figure out how to teach dog, that's great. I don't think you can necessarily, but you gotta have a little dog in you if you're gonna win. Like you gotta have a little like, you know, I'm gonna rip your hand off kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, I think that, you know, getting your kids to buy into that side of the ball too. We selectively press. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here like I don't press. But I've never, in the state of Tennessee, in my 30 years here, I've seen one time that a press mattered to a state championship. Right. It's never it mattered. It's never mattered. It's, in, it's on so, a bigger court, too. You probably play in a college court, too, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we so play the championships at, at middle. Yeah, so that bigger court makes it harder to press. It does. It's like I learned that the hard way. Um, so, uh, can is there one coaching moment? Is there one like thing that we could dive into for our young coaches? Something a, a success, a failure? Is there one moment in your coaching career that we could dive into that might they might take a little bit from? Something that happened to you? Something that happened to your team? You know, there was it, it happened again this year. In fact, I talked to my team afterwards about it. Uh, there's those moments that. You that you're in the, you're in the heat of a battle. You're in a competitive game, and your kids are doing nothing right. 
nothing. <laughs> There's nothing going on. And it's in those moments that it's hardest for me to be positive because yes. it's, here's why you're going to get got onto in our program because it's something that it's a mistake we made. We've done it. We've drilled it multiple times. It, it's something that is paramount to our program and you're still doing it. So then it becomes I can or I won't. And neither one of them are going to work. Right. So I, I had that moment come up before and I blasted my kids just trying to pull some, some extra energy out. It was like day three of a three day tournament. And we're just, there's just nothing in the tank. Right. And, and I, that happened. And I literally dug on them so hard trying to pull out a little bit more. And you know what? It, it failed. It did not right. work. Okay. We get to the NACA national championships. We're in the last game. We're in the last game, day four, game four. We are playing a team that I think we're superior to. We are doing nothing right. right. Nothing. We can't take the ball out. We can't throw it ahead. I'll look up. We'll have two shooters in the same corner. I mean, it's just fundamental stuff from October of day one. And here I go again at halftime. I'm lighting them up. I'm going to get, we're going to get a little bit more out only because I wanted them to get to win their last game. Right. Win your last game. You know, I've felt that. Not a lot of people have. Right. And I'm wanting them to play so bad that I did the same thing again. I went to this, I mean, not berating negative, just just fired up. I mean, let's go. You are better than that. You know, just right. all this stuff. And you know what? I got the exact same result yep. I got five years earlier when I told myself, when I get to this moment again, I don't know what I'll do, but it won't be that. Right. And I did it again. And yeah. I, I think sometimes you, you just got to go, look, you know, if, if I had it to do over, I'd have called Tom. I said, look, girls, I'm tired. You're tired. We're better than this crew. Let's go win the next eight minutes and see what happens. Right. And see if we're there. What, I, yeah. I should have approached it. Yeah. And what I do is that point, too. It's like what I've learned over time, too. And don't get me wrong. I, I lit my guys up this summer once and it, it didn't really work. It kind of worked. Guys are a little bit different. Um, but uh, I try to break it up. So, like, if there's – we play halves. But if there's a quarter left and we're down 10, we're not – you know, I, I say, okay, by the four-minute mark, let's get this to four. You know, give I give them little micro goals to go. It's like, we can do this. Yeah. I can get it all back. There's no 10-point play, guys. You know, we're going to get this back. You know, let's take this little piece. And if they reach that goal, then their eyes get really big. It's like, I told you. Now, here we go. Now, we're going to do this and this and this. Um, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, if you'd like to support us, go over and check out teachings.com for coaches who want to get better. Also, subscribe and like. We do appreciate those. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.